0: All right. Okay, everybody, we got the uh, technical stuff straightened out. I was trying to get over and text you all and put something on the screen showing tech issues, but they fortunately got the chat room back up and we're able to do that. So we're going to uh, get to everything. Uh, we're going to run the uh, Spider-Man comic uh, Shattered Dimension uh, trailer because Darren wasn't sure if that managed to get out before uh, the tech issues popped up. We have some stuff for Mortal Kombat, some gaming stuff. And uh, we also have some comic book news coming up very soon about some films uh, based from graphic novels that you may see in the not-too-distant future. And if we run out of time, we'll run that next week. Darren, uh, take it away. And since we're on a theme of video game fighting, we're going to show another game that will also be featured at PAX. And these are some uh, slideshows from the new Mortal Kombat. And uh, yes, there's a tie-in as well because there is a third Mortal Kombat movie in the pre-production and planning stages. It's been there for a while, but they're actually making some progress on it. And, yes, folks, that is not me breathing heavy in the background. The wind has kicked up here uh, downtown. There's a little bit of a chill in the air, and you can tell fall is definitely on the way. And uh, what was that, Darren? And slides are up and running on Mortal Kombat, and we'll be right back. So as uh, the screen's running here, we got some of the uh, production artwork for the uh, new Mortal Kombat game, which as I said will also be available at PAX. As you can see, you got all your favorite characters, you've got some new powers, new abilities, and uh, you're also going to be getting the classic fatalities that are so popular in the game. Now, everybody uh, thinks that they've got all the ultimate moves, and... um, But this one is supposed to bring out some new ones. They're also going to be unveiling... Well, it's not unveiling. I've seen it before. But you're going to be getting your first look in Seattle at uh, Marvel versus Capcom 3. And we're also going to be getting some stuff on Dead Rising 2. So uh, that's what we have with this one. And Darren was uh, telling us earlier that um, um, we're saving some special stuff for you later in the show. We've had a few requests to... uh, get into some comic book news and we talked about it quite heavily last week but I'll give a recap for our new viewers this week Uh, right now with the crash and burn at the box office of Scott Pilgrim uh, new yeah I mean it it was it was a disaster and it has seriously hampered some planned uh, comic book uh, adaptations that were coming so right now what the studios are doing is they're investing their money in the as they call it more established things you got the Avengers. You've got Thor. You've got Captain America. You got the Green Lantern. You got the Green Hornet. Even though I know technically wasn't, you can argue about the comic. You've got the Shadow being looked at to come back. You know they tried it once. You've got the Flash being uh, considered. They're uh, you know branching off a new Superman film. They've uh, got the Justice League of America script in the works again. They've got a uh, third Batman film coming. Obviously, we've got another Spider-Man film in 3-D with Andrew Garfield coming. Uh, As of right now, Thor, Green Lantern, Captain America, and Spider-Man are confirmed for 3-D, as is the Green uh, Hornet. All of those, with the exception of Spider-Man, which hasn't been filmed yet, are apparently going 3-D in post-production, meaning they're filmed as a 2-D movie, and they're tacking it on. Uh, Mad Max: Future, uh, excuse me, Fury Road and Furiosa is now being called a sequel and not a prequel, even though it's going to it's going to show Tom Hardy, who played Shinzon in Star Trek Nemesis will be taking over the role that uh, Mel Gibson obviously made famous. Uh, ironically, Mel's production company, yeah, Mel Gibson did Mad Max, yeah, yeah, and his, no, no, his production company is actually uh, doing it, Icon Films. And uh, I'm actually, you know, this has been something like 10 years. First it was happening, then it wasn't happening because of 9 11. Then it was, this was happening, then it wasn't. Then it was going to be a 3D cartoon, then it wasn't, then it's live action. And then Charlize Theron in it. Then, you know, Mel's going to narrate, and, and then Robert Downey Jr. is going to be his kid and back and forth. Well, I know Charlize Theron's in the film. We know Tom Handy is indeed, uh, you know, playing Mad Max. And. I've actually, just in the last week, got some production art from some of the vehicles they're using in the film. So at least they've begun pre-production to the point where they're spending money building sets and vehicles. So that makes me think something's actually going to happen. And yes, it is going to be a 3D film. We've got a... um, Obviously, we talked about Resident Evil. We've shown the clip for that a couple of times coming. We um, have been told that um, Zombieland is getting another... Another go-around, it's going to be a 3D sequel is coming to that as well. Time magazine recently called 3D films the uh, wave of the future. And it was predicted right now that by 2020, every film is re- that's released is going to be in 3D. And, of course, this is, you know, y- you've all had my uh, stance for a while that if you don't film with a 3D camera, it's not a 3D movie. And if you're ch- filming it as a regular movie, slapping a layer of 3D effects on in a lab, and then charging the three fifty to five dollar surcharge for quote unquote the extra cost to do in three D, you're shortchanging the customer. And uh, you know some people said, well, three D is still three D. No, there's a huge difference. If you go and see Avatar, and then you go and see The Last Airbender, big difference in the quality of the three D because Avatar was filmed from the ground up with state of the art three D, as was ironically Step Up three D. These other films, hey, you you laughed, Darren. It has some of the most amazing 3D effects you will ever see, and it's to the point where they've actually said that all future musicals are going to be shot in this format. Well, think about it. The new, the, 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 Here's an example of what the big difference between the two is. When you take a standard 2D film and you convert it to 3D, that's where you get the old stuff where it just sticks out at you, right? The new stuff is layered 3D, where you have things sticking out, but you can see them. You know how the old one, you get the flat screen and then an object sticking out? The new one allows a much more immersive field, where you can have this one sticking out here, here, but you can see them at different depths and pictures. You don't get that in a converted film. And so, like, for example, you 2 tried to do a concert film in this 3D. And so, like, for musicals, when you have a large group of people moving and coming and going, it works really well because you're not having just the front sticking out, you're having everybody moving and it looks like they're dancing around in front of you and you get a much better pitch of depth. So like when the one jumps here and then the other one slide out, it just it seems much more immersive. So that's kind of how they're doing it. Well anyway, uh, James Cameron and Michael Bay have very vocally stepped forward and, and said, you know, this is crap. If, you're, if this is truly the new um, future of 3D, you need to put the best product forward and if you are not filming in 3D, it's not a 3D film. And so for those of you that share this belief, and you know my, my take on it is very simple. I understand if a studio wants to cash in on the 3D craze, and for whatever reason they don't want to do, film the film in 3D, that's fine. I feel that they are, should disclose in their advertising, or at the very least on their posters, that this film was filmed in 2D and it was converted post-production, because there is a night and day difference, and therefore, as an informed consumer, uh, you get a choice. Here's a prime example: Clash of the Titans. Was thrown together in 3D very quickly after the film was already done and in the can. And the studio said, you know what, um, let's give this th- 3D thing a try. They took the print, ran it down to the lab, ran it off in 3D, and said, oh, it's a 3D film. Now, anybody who has seen the film in 3D will tell you there was absolutely nothing there. And people were going on the radio, they were going on TV saying, look, save the five bucks, go see the 2D version. Truly, you are not going to get anything. Well, of course, people said, oh, 3D, I've got to go check this out. And they walk away going, hey, this sucks, you know, what the hell? Well, uh, I mention that because James Cameron is back at it. They have Avatar the Special Edition, which is going to be coming out. It is only in 3D. You cannot see a 2D version of this. It has eight over eight minutes of additional footage. And uh, the, the whole reason behind this is they had additional footage they wanted to put out Cameron, a lot of people told him, you know, we want to see more of Pandora. We want to see a lot more of of what's happening. And he said, all right, fine. And then in the time since Avatar has come out, there has been a massive, you know, explosion of the number of theaters that have converted over to be able to show the new technology 3D. So they said, fine, let's, let's take the additional footage. Let's, you know, in essence, put a director's cut out and get it out there so it can be seen properly. Now, uh, Mr. Cameron has got some interesting stuff going on right now, Darren. He went down to um, South America, and he's actually in the process of spending an upcoming birthday going down to a very low depth in a submersible. But uh, Cameron said that a recent trip to South America has, uh, has him altering some of the plans for the, uh, the Avatar sequel. And he showed the film to a bunch of, uh, you know, South American tribes and their chiefs and that sort of thing. And basically, you know, let's be honest, it's the whole, that's the whole story about whenever something from the New World ventured into the Old World, it tended to upset the apple cart and the native population tended to be exterminated, dispersed, you know, marginalized for the pursuit of material goods. And that's, in essence, what, um, you know, Avatar focuses on. And um, the tribal chiefs really liked the film. They talked, you know, very highly about it. And afterwards, when they were talking with James Cameron, uh, you know, a couple of them said, well, we like the idea that you show that fighting was a last resort. And that, yes, while we agree that there are times when you have to fight for what you believe in, um we still prefer given that at the end we would much rather talk and work out a settlement rather than resort to the violence because you know he said in this film they showed that they were they were reaching out to the navi but it was always this is the offer take it or leave it and if they don't buy it well we'll just take it from them and he said you know we we kind of would have liked to have seen a little give and take in there where they you know tried something so apparently Cameron said he's rewriting a segment of the sequel which is set to focus a lot more on the oceans of Pandora. There's also been talk that'll it focus on one of the other moons of the planet so we'll see how that plays out. Oh, So tons of stuff going on Darren. We got Piranha 2 3D coming out. We got a lot of comic books being looked at and basically in the light of Scott Pilgrim going on the shelf. We'll have some more news on that uh, once we get near the first of the year we're going to have some comic con stuff we have lost season six episode uh well season ah, lost season six the final the final season with the bonus footage and the special epilogue coming out tomorrow uh madden 11 and ncaa 10 are tearing it up at the uh, video game box office uh, i got canan lynch 2 out right now which we've also talked about becoming a movie reported with jamie fox and bruce willis and uh, a lot more to it so uh, next week, we're going to have a look at PAX. As I said, we're going to have a look at some of the upcoming video games. We will follow um, up with some of the new movies, including more on the Skyline versus um, Battle LA controversy. We will follow up with some special new DVD releases for the fall, and we're going to have a special comic book-inspired segment. And we're going to talk about some of the video games that are becoming comic books, the movies that have become comic books, and comic books that have become um well actually uh movies that have become we're and this of course we'll talk about the thing prequel and uh, we are going to start ramping up for uh, the post pax coverage i want to say that we have a special halloween episode coming up and uh other than that we've got everything covered right now uh darren we're going to tell all right real quick we are going to do a halloween episode uh we are going to have something special we probably will have a haunted house um uh no you no, know, no, my, my speaking schedule's booked already. I've got, uh, I mean, Jesus, I've got v- After Pax, I've got VCon, I've got Oricon, I've got Econ, I've got NorwestCon, I've got the Seattle Comic-Con. I've actually had to pull back on those. But anyway, that's it for tonight, folks. Uh, appreciate you uh, tuning in. Appreciate you working through the technical difficulties with us. We'll be back on next week, and uh, we also have some special contests coming up. Do check out the website, sknr.net. We have a lot of special interviews going up. Many of them are in the editing stage. We have that Star Wars interview coming up very soon. And we also have tons of new gaming interviews, including the one we just put on, The Conduit 2. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Have a good night. Bye. Are the best. He's so strong. He's so strong. So much support. Oh. Our systems will rock your world. improved curb appeal at an appealing price. Whether you want traditional, carriage house, custom wood, or even glass garage doors, we have an option that's right for you. Make the right decision. Call Precision. Problem solved.